0: genomics canada i'm your host marco Gello. i'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in british columbia and alberta born and raised in calgary currently living in north vancouver if you are from either of these provinces and require any mortgage related services please do not hesitate to contact me call or text me right now at 604-800-9593 604-800-9593 one application one credit check and access to canada's top lenders all right. Welcome back, everyone. Um, today's headliner, I'm going to talk about where to go when your bank says no. But before we get to that, here's what's on my mind this week. A couple of weeks ago, Ontario's Minister of Education, Stephen leese I think it's pronounced, L-E-C-C-E, um, he announced that Ontario's grade nine math curriculum will be modernized, modernized, this fall coming 2022 and the standout for me in this little press release is that um the Grade niners of ontario at least um are going to start learning a bit about financial literacy and uh at first i was like yeah right on it's great but then i'm like what the hell took so long like why, why is this big news and this is when like the conspiracy theorist comes out in and i think this same way with food as well it's as though the powers to be don't really care to promote the inner workings of their products and in this case uh, when it comes to financial products compound interest you know when it comes to all credit products and with food it would be the ingredients and the nutritional information which you know is never talked about so for credit Absolutely. Kids should be taught at a very, very young age about the principles of interest, Um, compound interest. Like, firstly, they need to absolutely understand the negative aspect of compounding interest. Like, for sure. And how, how it makes your life very difficult, potentially. And in the same breath, they should also understand the amazing wealth generating positive component of compound interest you know and and same thing with food understand i don't know why i'm on this food kick but you know i'm trying to pay attention more and be more careful with what i eat but you know that that's a that's a ongoing battle but kids need to understand what it is that that they're eating and what it will do to to their minds their body their system your body system and all that stuff and the magical thing that happens when you learn something is that you start respecting it you know the rules the guidelines and the regulations of whatever it is that you learn and then you start applying it to your life in meaningful ways otherwise you're just a lame sheep right you're just like you have to submissive to everything and and you know whatever whatever you hear about from from your friends or well-intending family members you're like yeah okay well that's uh, that's the truth man like that's where i'm going and that's not the case it's not a good way to be so yeah good on the ontario minister um but i say don't wait for him or or your school curriculum or, or a politician to make that choice for you like teach your children about this stuff as soon as possible and um be creative and make them, make them understand the concept of compound interest, and eating healthy food, of course. And one simple way to understand compound interest, and you can you can Google this, find it somewhere. It's called the rule of 72, and uh, very very interesting formula. Probably the most meaningful, like most practical form- formula you will ever learn equation. The rule of 72, and what it is. Uh, For example, an investment, say $100,000, and your rate of return on that $100,000 is 6%. Okay, so now you apply that 6% to the rule of 72. And you take 72 divided by the rate of return, or the interest rate. In this case, it's 6%. So 72 divided by 6 is 12. Okay, and that number is the compounding period. So every 12 years, your $100,000 investment will double. That's the rule of 72, and that is the power of compound interest. Okay, so rule of 72. You take the interest rate, divide it, divide the interest rate by 72. Or 72 divided by interest rate. Okay? Now, on the flip side, like that all sounds sexy. Your $100,000 will double its value in 12 years. Every 12 years if you're earning 6%. What if you're earning a whopping 12 percent? Then 72 divided by 12 equals six. So every six years, your hundred thousand is going to double, and so on. Okay. Now also apply that to the flip side. Okay. So you have a credit card, for example, with a twenty thousand dollar balance. Okay. And the interest rate on that credit card, let's say it's like a groundbreaking, super low interest rate of 12 percent, right? Because a lot of them are 16 to 18 percent. So you got a credit card, $20,000, and the interest rate is 12%. Apply this now to the rule of 72. So 72 divided by 12% equals 6. So every six years, that $20,000 will double. Yeah, that's that's insane. Of course, if you're not making extra payments to it, um, or if you're just paying minimum, it'll stay $20,000 forever. Whatever I mean, uh, how many people out there? Like I, I do tons of applications, and I, I <laughs> you know, I've I've done applications over multiple years where I've noticed a certain amount of debt still remains, and then we end up doing a mortgage refinance. But it's it's a powerful uh, formula, an equation, the rule of 72. Teach it to your children if you don't know it already. Um, now you do. And uh, take it to heart like this is this is ugly math very ugly math but you can also spin it and it can be very powerful math as well so rule of 72 um, let's see what else Croatia is out of the uh, European Cup championship so that sucks uh, but whatever I'm over it super happy you know it was a transitioning phase for Croatia um, They had uh, quite a few veterans, but they had uh, a lot of their young guns in there. And i like to see that transitioning, you know, when a team is is, uh, kind of turning the page on a new chapter. So I'm excited about World Cup in uh, 2022 in Qatar and see how that goes. Um, Golf, I'm really liking golf these days, like not watching it. No way, I'm not going to watch golf on TV, but uh, playing it play more golf and i want to get better at it my 10 year old he likes it too so that's awesome um okay the real estate market in vancouver and i don't know maybe other parts in canada as well but in the last couple of weeks i've received several calls from my temporary resident clients that i've pre-approved last year in the covid crunch era right and many of them have started calling back that they got their permanent residence status approval. So, some pretty good action going on there. Like the government of Canada immigration, their the stamp is going over time like they are approving permanent residence. It's happening. So, keep an eye or I'm keeping an eye on that and its impact on the market this fall and I bet for sure it's, it's gonna it's gonna elevate things. You know, just one of the many things I think that it's going to lead to a strong market this fall. And also, right now, being summer, when things traditionally slow down in in the real estate market, because everyone you know gets distracted with the warm weather, the kids are just out of school right now, and everyone's happy, happy holidays and all that. But especially now, when you factor in the uh, as we're as we're approaching the post COVID era here at the rebound, uh, people are getting set to go full bore with vacationing as they, you know, they haven't done so in the past couple of years and maybe even more for people who just didn't even go on vacation before COVID. But if you're a buyer and a serious one at that, now is not the time to chill out and take the next couple of months off. Like if you're looking for a bargain on some real estate, especially Vancouver, probably Toronto, um, but I live in Vancouver, so Vancouver, keep your ear to the ground. This is prime time. You are for sure going to see some price drops. And I've heard of some already from my realtors and some great buying opportunities out there. And you can likely get in on an offer, with, get this without having to go subject free. Right? That's amazing right there. So, stay in the game keep your eyes on the prize because i'm telling you i think this fall we're going to be right back at it and things are going to get insane again i really believe that people returning to their workplaces immigration gates reopening the return of international students and their impact on rental inventories continued low interest rates yeah it will go up it will go up definitely but when You know, I I think it's gonna be gradual bump-ups, you know, throughout the next several years. And of course, the ongoing stable of Vancouver real estate, low inventory. This will haunt us forever. Low inventory. Okay, so those are my thoughts, not yours. Okay, let's move on. Let's begin and discuss this week's headliner, where to go when your bank says no. I hope you're getting some value out of today's talk. The whole idea is to dedicate an entire episode to one specific topic. So if it's something else you are looking to learn about, simply scroll through my past episodes and skim the titles for the particular topic you are looking for. And if you can't find what you're looking for, then send me a text and I'll be sure to talk about it in the following episode. Call or text me anytime at 604-800-9593 or find me at homefinancingsolutions.ca. One application, one credit check and access to can Canada's top lenders. And now back to the episode. If the bank says no, what is your plan B? And yes, there's also a plan C. For most Canadians, the end game to qualifying for a mortgage is landing with one of Canada's prime lenders, also known as the Big Five or the Big Six. And along with that comes the satisfaction of defeating or fulfilling the sometimes, uh, or more like every time, the extraneous qualification guidelines and eligibility criteria when qualifying for a mortgage but at the end of the day it's totally worth it as you can boast about the great interest rate you were awarded and the exclusive membership to Canada's growing homeowner club but what if the pathway to the prime lenders is not successful for you what then well if all else fails there is always a plan b and there's a plan c as well but let's talk about plan b first I like to refer to Plan B as Band-Aid mortgages. They are typically one-year terms and also available as high as three-year terms. They are fully renewable and feature most, if not all, of the typical features and terms you would expect to see in a prime mortgage everything except one thing and that being the fully discounted mortgage interest rate the interest rate could be anywhere from 0.5 percent to as high as i've seen three to three and a half percent higher than the rate offered from a prime lender but the blow from the higher interest rate is loosened considerably when you factor in an effective countermeasure that helps reduce your monthly payments bringing them closer in line to payments you would realize and expect with a prime lender. For example, one could end up with a higher interest rate, but when you factor in the extended amortization period associated with a band-aid mortgage, the monthly payment reduces down to a value that is more easily manageable, now that the monthly payments are stretched from a 25-year period to as high as a 30-year period. Here are some key takeaways from band-aid mortgages. Qualification criteria is loosened considerably. Less restrictive, uh, less intrusive documentation requests. Standard debt servicing ratios are expanded, enabling an applicant's purchasing power to significantly increase by as high as 10 to 15 percent in some cases. Greater tolerance towards past credit blemishes and derogatory credit ratings. For example, former bankruptcies, collections, consumer proposals, extraneous debts, and things like that. Prime lenders would shut the door on these files, but not in the subprime arena. They have a comfort level and complete understanding for these application profiles. Longer terms are available, but one-year terms are encouraged, so is to give the applicant an opportunity to refinance with a prime lender as soon as possible. Probably the biggest takeaway is the possibility of entering the market sooner rather than later or never, especially in strong and expanding markets where price reductions are not likely to occur in the foreseeable future, for example, Vancouver and Toronto. And lastly, what if plan B doesn't work? If all else fails, there is a plan C, private financing. Interest rates bump up further, but once again, a countermeasure is introduced that produces a more manageable monthly payment. Amortizations are available as high as 35 years, or the option to pay interest-only payments is also available. Some private lenders will also allow you to tack on an entire year's worth of payment on the mortgage principal, thereby, bypassing any commitment to make monthly payments for an entire year. Personally, I would avoid this pathway at all costs, but it does serve a purpose for many homeowners and potential home buyers as it can strategically be used as a bridge for a limited period of time where a clear exit strategy has been planned to transition to a more desirable financing outcome. To end, here is a comparison of the three mortgage pathways based on a $500,000 mortgage principle. So plan A, which would be prime lenders, on a $500,000 mortgage principle, you'd be looking anywhere from $1945 to $2,120 a month. Plan B, with subprime lenders, you'd be looking at about $2,075 to 2600 a month so that's a 130 to 480 increase from from the prime letter plan c uh, this would be with private lenders, you'd be looking anywhere from $2,500 to $2,975 a month on a $500,000 mortgage. So that's another three hundred dollars to four hundred seventy five dollars increase on the monthly payment. So depending on where you fall within the pricing band, your plan B could be as low as $100 to $200 more per month to as high as $1,000 per month when compared to today's fully discounted prime interest rates. I'll leave you with this. It's definitely worth having the discussion if it comes down to you securing a deal or not all right that's all i got for today call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all especially if you are from British Columbia or Alberta, as I am licensed to service these specific provinces. And especially if you're from Vancouver or Calgary, as I'm very familiar with these markets, call or text me at 604-800-9593, or you can visit my website at homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning in to Mortgage Genomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.